time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. On today's hot topic, I'm so excited to have two outstanding communicators. They don't have PhDs, but they do it as well as if they did have PhDs. We have Ryan Hills of resource.tv and now is also the top revenue guy for all of Movement Mortgage. Of course, we put that out there, Ryan. You're going to start getting recruited like crazy. And then also Dave Savage from Mortgage Coach. And uh, I am so excited to have both these guys. These guys are social media geniuses, communication geniuses, and they each have a unique approach. And uh, I just want to say welcome to both of you to the Lickin' on Lending podcast, my friends. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, a couple of guys. You guys have a long pause for two guys who are bubbly and outgoing. You were being so polite with each other there. So anyway, Ryan Hill, I want to start off with you, and then we're going to get into David. Um, by the way, the background, folks, if you have not watched the Mortgage Coach video where the three of us got interviewed, and David, who did you have interview us? What's the gal that did that? She did such an awesome job. Yeah, Kristen definitely did a fantastic job. She was the mediator of that conversation, and she killed it. (laughs) She killed it, and it was impossible because it's like a runaway train. You get three of us with our personalities on a podcast, on a video. It was crazy. And then Ryan was (laughs) up in the mountains with some terrible video. And then, you know, uh, it was just a great time. It was really good. Anyway, Ryan. David, good to have you here. Ryan, I want to start off with you. A lot of people are watching RE Source, Resource TV, RE, Real Estate Source TV, whatever, however you want to look at it. Yep. You have really established a really powerful brand. You've been doing that, I think we've all been doing this now, for 10 years. I want to get into what was the genesis? What was the catalyst that made you or encouraged you to start RE Source TV? Oh, well, thanks for those kind words and great question. Um, it's the old saying, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. So the, the <laughs> yeah. genesis of the RE source was over 10 years ago uh, with the last great recession. I was fairly young in the in the business. I'll try to tell the story quick. Didn't have a lot of realtors and I didn't have a gigantic database to really rely on. So I was sitting there uh, looking at my desk. And I had a bunch of loans that used to be loans, but now they're not, and wondered how I was going to move (laughs) forward because I wasn't going to quit. And so I I had to figure out a different approach. Um, Again, I didn't have a ton of realtors and a big database to rely on, so I had to figure out, okay, what am I going to do to stay relevant? And that's the question that I continue to ask myself every day 10 years later. So we started a small little video show that was watched in a little town called Puyallup, Washington, and the original I intent live was just to try to stay relevant. And, um, yeah. you know, about a year or two into it, you know, and it wasn't great back then and nothing's great. The, you know, the version 1.0 is never the best. And so we continued to refine and then, uh, you know, got our first big break when the National Real Estate Post started picking up our, our stuff. We started guest hosting on that show. So it went from a small town show to a nationwide watched product, which uh, is still running today. We have a show that's being hosted right now on the National Real Estate Post, and we have our own on the resource.tv running simultaneously. So 
Started yep. small and grew, and someone mm-hmm. who does an amazing job. You've got Ryan Christensen. I love the story where yep. we were, you and I and Ryan were sitting around the table together up at the uh, Lenders One reception up in uh, Seattle, and you looked at Ryan. You said, "There's not room for two Ryans. You're now RC." That cracked <laughs> me up. <laughs> it's so true. And then you, and but the, what you guys have done together is you've turned out such quality. You just raised the bar, Ryan. In such a major way, uh, talk a little bit about you know, Ryan's a big RC. part of that story. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. talk about Savage that. Savage knows RC, and you know he's been with us since day one. You know he had to teach himself how to build a website and how to how to edit. This is all self-taught stuff, guys. We just jumped in front of camera, you know, started writing shows. We had to build our own website. You know, RC's had to teach himself how to build phone apps. And now even today, you know, I, I used to be the young guy. Now I'm not so much anymore. And so there's even newer brands coming out, pushing us to be even better. So we continue to evolve. And so I'm so blessed to have RC on the team. Uh, I'm a big loyal guy. And so we've been together really since day one. And a lot of my team professionally have been together over a decade as well, which I'm super proud of because in our industry, that's not very typical. Very unheard of. Yeah. Well, a lot of people will will leap off of someone like you, and they get known, and they run out there. And I'm so I'm so grateful to guys like Paul King on my side and RC and your side who mm-hmm. just find the team and they stay with the team. It's so good. And speaking of team, we've got the David Savage here. Every time I think I, you always clap your hands, you go, "Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dave Savage, and you introduce your guest. I love your style, and I mean, you look at Ryan's. Wade Ryan does it, David. It's it's high produced, high, and he's always pushing it. And yours, you might say, in contrast, as is mine, is probably not as produced at the same level, but you bring so much, as does Ryan, with his personality. I'm just always a little jealous of what RC does for him on the production side. But you bring so much personality and sincerity and believability when you come on the camera, David, I mean, you've done some really big interviews. Sue Woodard, Garth, Barry, Ken Perry, Tim Davis. I mean, the list goes on and on, and I've had a chance to be there. Bill Hart. I love it. In fact, we had a photo bomb when we were doing ours. Bill Hart stuck his face in the middle because <laughs> he was up with Ryan when we were doing that together. But, David, talk about when you started this. How long ago was it? You spent 10 years as well, isn't it? Pretty close. Or longer? Yeah, it's actually been a little over, over 12 years. It was coming wow, you're the, out of the original. lockdown. Yeah, so, was, you know, coming out of the meltdown, I learned really clearly who is using mortgage code technology and who's not. And, and as a technologist, one thing that I learned is that technology is powerful, but leadership is more powerful. You know, it was a time in the industry where there was, I don't want to say not a lot of leadership, but there wasn't a lot of sales meetings taking place. Leadership mm-hmm. wasn't standing up and kind of saying, hey, here's the path forward. And so I started, you know, like the first goal was every Tuesday, nine o'clock, I'm going to put on the best sales meeting and in the, in the entire mortgage industry. And, and not because it was me, but because I would identify top producers, people that are killing it in the market yes. at that time and just interview them. So, you know, that was what gave me the seed to start, you know, creating content using social media and leveraging video. Well, that's one of the reasons I want to have both of you on this podcast. Ours is directed towards the C-suite to those that run a more the operational side of it. When you look at our demographics, it kind of gives indication that we have a lot of people that are running on the ops side, the executive side, the executive wing of the industry. And I want all of them 
to hear about what you guys are doing. You guys are pretty well known. You've got a huge following in both cases, but it's largely in the loan originator area. And I think David, I mean, let's hear about your audience in a minute, Ryan, but you're, David, your audience crossing over into the executive suite, but you have, because where your roots are, you started featuring top mortgage professionals, I mean, originator professionals. Talk about that audience. Talk about your audience and, and how that's really helped them grow. Any stories you have behind that? Yeah, well, I mean, there's no doubt the main audience at Mortgage Coach is either a top-producing mortgage professional or a want-to-be top-producing mortgage coach or sales professional. Now, there's no doubt, you know, heads of production, branch managers, regional sales leaders will leverage our content to use in their content. So I hear all the time branch managers and regionals that are like, hey, I, I take content from the Mortgage Coach community and I build a message around that. We do create some content exclusively for the C-suite because, you know, you got to yeah. lead from the top down and you got to lead from the bottom up. But, but usually when I'm interviewing someone, it's to help a producer gain the confidence and clarity to be more successful as a salesperson, whether that's effectively having great conversations with borrowers and being an advisor to a borrower or whether that's, you know, recruiting realtors and building, you know, more successful relationships, more productive relationships with agents is typically the, you know, the audience and the content. That's good. Ryan, talk about your audience. You appeal to, I mean, RE, real estate, obviously appealing to a mm -hmm. large group of realtors as well. You're drawing them in. That was originally why you started getting out and doing it. Talk about your audience a bit. And then, by the way, I want to get yeah, our regulars uh, two teamed up. So, Alice, we're going to be coming to you. Then I'm going to go to Alan and Joe. Andy had to drop, so that's the order we'll go in. So get ready with some of your questions. Go ahead. Talk about your audience. It's actually evolved uh, kind of organically as I have, you know, grown up in the mortgage business myself. So originally it was just realtors, as I told the story. It evolved to, you know, other lenders, uh, competitors, oddly enough, who were like, hey, this is pretty good stuff. I'll watch. And so organically, you know, probably three years in, it was 50-50 realtors and lenders. It's, it's never been branded. It's always been very sourced. There's not, it's, not, it's content that can be shared with anybody. And now as I, you know, evolve into the executive level, it's actually been it's just like Dave. You know, we have content that's geared towards uh, the C-suite as well. And so, you know, we don't monetize the show. One of the best payoffs I can get, and I hear it quite often, and it's like a huge payoff for me is when a, a regional and area CEO will say, hey, love that show. Just send it out to the entire organization. That's a huge yeah, payoff. A I love that. You know, and it goes out to three, four, five hundred associates from the top of the house. So it's, it's great. It pushes me because I got I to gotta create, you know, relevant content for both, you know, loan officers, realtors, and a C-suite. So it's a tougher job. But, you know, I love it. You know, just this week, did a lot of research on 2019 projections versus where they landed from both NAR and NBA, and we recap that in a you know four-minute show, and oh, also uh, finished that show this week with bold predictions for 2020. So that's this week's show. A lot of research went into that. So kind of to my point, it goes both to realtors and uh, to loan officers in the C-suite. Ryan, how much preparation do you put in for four minutes? Is it like a, an hour per minute? Yeah, I, it's actually one of the slide decks I have when I speak that I'm staring at uh, because it, gets, it comes up so often. It's not, you know, 10 years later, I kind of have it perfected to where it's not like this big, you know, huge pain and you know what. So, you know, it's just top of mind throughout the whole week. And so starting Monday, like today, I'll start consuming as much relevant content from all the media sources as I can. 
And that could be, you know, while I'm, you know, driving, I'm listening to a, a great show like this one or reading like Housing Wire or something like that. But throughout the week, I'll consume almost, I don't know, 50, 60 stories. I'll distill that down because I write on Friday. We shoot on Friday. RC and the rest of the team will produce the rest of Friday. But by Friday morning, I'll have an idea between those, you know, 50 to 60 stories that I'll distill down to two or three. Wow. And then kind of make that the RE Source short show that's three to four minutes long. And that'll release every Monday morning out to the, the yeah. industry. Yeah, your website is the resource.tv, folks, if you want to check it out, really well produced. David, when it comes to production, how much time do you put into it? Well, I mean, I've, I've been in the mortgage business my whole life. So I'm interviewing top producers. I do as little prep as possible, and not because I'm either lazy or I want to shortcut the content, but I really want these to be in the Organic trenches, yeah. real-world yeah. conversations. So yeah. there's really zero prep. And every once in a while, I might have like 15 minutes of prep with someone just so we kind of know the direction of the conversation. Yeah, I think when so all three of us have very different formats, but they're all working, obviously, very, very well, because all three of us have really decent audiences. Alice, let's get over to you. What questions come to mind as we're doing this? Well, yeah, Dave, I mean, really, you guys were just on where my question was. And Dave, like you mentioned, there's multiple audiences out there. You each have different targets, or like you said earlier, Dave, you overlap a little. But I would really love to know what you find is the type of content that is truly winning and driving business for loan originators today. So, right, people are listening to you all and how you've been successful they want to not only learn from your products, but learn how to translate themselves into successful social media, you know, information that they want to deliver. So what to you is the top thing that's really winning and resonating with consumers today? Yeah, well, when you say consumers, you mean my content, the content that I'm creating and is winning for loan officers, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, yep. that's the question. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I think anytime I can combine a story and a strategy, you know, and so usually the story is, Hey, this loan officer, I often mention the, you know, the city and town they're in this loan officer, this city, this town is closing this many loans. So boom, story success. And they're doing X strategy. You know, uh, one of my all time um, most watched interviews is with Jeremy Forcier, where it's, the five questions Jeremy asks in every realtor meeting, you know, first realtor meeting. So he's a story. That's a strategy. That's, that's a formula that loan officers want. You know, they, they, and I will say they, the more you can turn key it, like I'm always trying to, okay, there's a story, there's a strategy now give me a script so that they could just pull something really usable out of the conversation. They like that a lot. Ryan, how would you respond to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I view my job as the host of the RE Source as, as really to, to be looking forward to, to be hopefully educating, sometimes entertaining, you know, our audience, real estate and lending. So if you look at our last five shows, we talked about, again, everything must be relevant. If You know, I'll be scrapping shows right at the last minute if I don't think it's relevant enough. And so we always prioritize, is this current? Is it relevant? Or is there going to be value out here? And so iBuyer has been a hot topic. You know, how do we respond to the iBuyer, new, the new competition coming in? So we've had quite a few interviews, yeah, quite a really few shows on that. 
you know, how do you compete with the red fins of the world and the quickens and a lot of the new, you know, we talked about technology earlier. There's a huge race out there to try to touch our consumers first. And there's a lot of organizations with gigantic budgets that can, that are spending millions and millions of dollars to try to get to our consumers first. Well, how does the originator, you know, the loan originator at the street level compete with that? We talk about that. So, The short answer for us is we're always going to try to be looking ahead for the entire industry. You know, loan officers and realtors are out there, got their head down as they should, trying to find business for the RE source. We're going to be trying to look ahead, let you know what's coming, try to give you some insight on that, pull in professionals like yourself and Savage and, you know, Bill Hart to go, hey, here's another perspective. And so we'll do masterclass interviews similar to Savage's brilliant strategy. Um, just in a smaller scale. So that's kind of how I view the audience and, and what I really decide to speak about every week. It's good. It's good. Hey, Alex, I, you want to have follow? Yeah, go quick. ahead. Yeah, jump in, please. Yeah, yeah please. I just want to, because I'm a, I'm a fan. I mean, Ryan's a friend. I've been on the show. I've interviewed him. But I'm, I'm a fan of his show. And, and the, way, the reason I'm a fan is because every time I watch that show, like I don't know how much time he spends on it, but I feel like I get five minutes of value. The boy's got a cool song going. You know, it is educational yep. knowledge. And I feel like it saved me hours of content. You know, like, because like, I read and I want to stay current. But like every time I jump into that show, I know that someone who's super successful, super smart, been in the mortgage business their whole life, has put a lot of love and hours into it. And I get, you know, five to seven minutes of just boom. Oh, that's interesting. So it is, I just, I, I see it as a time saver. And, and I do like, you know, just the, the edutainment style that you guys do it in, right? Yep. It's, a, it's an awesome show. Alice, you are the one that introduced me to the concept of edutainment some time ago. The way you do training is very much down that line. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I love what you guys said. So uh, I think I'm all set with my questions because I, uh, I hope everybody picked up on that. You know, if you're going to educate, it's got to be relevant and be value-added. And I love the save me time and put together the story and the strategy. I just uh, great notes for takeaways for our listeners. Yeah. And especially with what you and Bill are doing, attracting the millennials into union home, I got to tell you, it's got to have a component of edutainment about it. I mean, it's got to have value, great mm-hmm. content, but it's got to have that. So, so true. Alan Pollock, good to have you here, Mr. Tech himself. What questions do you have for our guests? Oh, man, I don't know where to start. No, I'm just kidding. So I've got some good ones for you guys. You know, as much as we continue to build these audiences and as much as people participate and share the story and what they learn and what they think, there's still a lot of me-toos, right? And those are those are the folks that just don't know where to start or they're, they're living vicariously through everybody else. So for the me-toos that are yep. out there, what, what, and this is for both of you to answer, really I'm interested in what you're seeing as the trend and what you think a top producer would say if he was holding a seminar, which, which you guys both bring top producers into, into your stories and, and how you talk, talk to your audiences. But I'm just curious, you know, because technology is sometimes not available to, to loan officers. They have to go by with what their company provides or they have to spend X amount of dollars. So I think that Me Too world is looking to learn more. So what would you share today to them? David, let's start with you. Well, there are originators that don't have access to technology for different reasons. I'm not going to speak to that because I do think enough of the population has access to video. You know, they've got a smartphone. You know, you can start with one-to-one. That's a great point. You know, send a text video to a real estate agent. You know, send a text video to a borrower. 
So I think everybody has a smartphone and everybody can create content. And now, again, in respect to anyone who's listening to this, absolutely check with your, you know, your compliance team and your guidelines yes. and follow them clearly. So I'm not, anything I'm saying is not saying, hey guys, these are, these are like issues that you don't need to get clear with your company. But, but I, I just think, you know, leading, you know, and here's one that I think is a big miss in the mortgage industry, uh, LinkedIn. You know, I see it used a lot for recruiting in the mortgage industry. So, you know, most of the people building leadership brands on LinkedIn are doing it to recruit their loan officers. But every loan officer in America, you know, wants to get referrals from, I call it the wealth team, which is a CPA, a financial planner, a realtor in their local market. Be active on LinkedIn, you know, create content, consume content, engage with the people that are using LinkedIn in your local markets. Um, I'm, there might be yeah. some compliance issue there that I'm unaware of, but um, I, that's something that anybody and everybody should do. And then I think being active and creating digital friends, you know, like Ryan, you know, they, they've done a great job of building this whole community of our resource started with, you know, a YouTube channel and email, and now they've got a Facebook channel. And, and I, I, I can't imagine that anything that they're doing, they have to be thoughtful around what are the compliance do's and don'ts, but you got an iPhone or an Android phone and you've got these, these, you know, these social media platforms that make it easy to broadcast that and build communities in your markets. Yeah. Just before you, you, um, you jump in, Ryan, David, that, that was really important. A couple of things you said, and I just wanted to bring something up. There, there's something brand new, and we see these all the time. It's called 2018. Uh, this one's 2018, actually, every minute of every day. And there were 120 new LinkedIn professionals that joined every minute, 4.3 million YouTube watches per minute. And then the numbers just, you know, across every social media channel you can think of. So those just continue to expand. So you're right. It's, it's as simple as recording a video of yourself and unique, either unique or just direct ways to share it. I, I, that's, that was a great point. Yeah, or, or, or text on LinkedIn. I just posted an interview on our IGTV. That's a new initiative that Morgan Coach is having a channel, and I interviewed this young millennial, um, Natalie Risso, who coming out of college had the most LinkedIn followers. It was like 250,000. And listen to that. Like it's called LinkedIn 101 with Natalie Risso, but it's mind boggling what mortgage professionals could do, you know, using their iPhones yeah, and, so good. and LinkedIn. So powerful. Yep. Ryan. A lot, a lot to unpack there. I agree with uh, Savage on the, the LinkedIn as well. We made, we just made a pivot ourselves to take advantage of what Savage is talking about there. I, I love the uh, comments about uh, kind of compliance and regulation on this topic. I think it could be a, an entire show for you to discuss the, the regulation and compliance around leveraging tools like video and social, YouTube, Facebook, because sometimes I think we tend to mock what we don't understand. So I don't know that compliance is caught up. And just speaking for the originator here, it's an important topic, compliance and regulation, but we need to figure out how to enable, we talked about that earlier, enable the loan officer with some of the technology as far as, you know, you know, hey, I'd like to do that as well, kind of the original question, you know, again, Savage is such a good example of content being king. It's a talk that we've given and traveled across yes. the country. Content is king, guys. So you don't have to have a highly produced show like the RE Source. You know, we take pride in that. No matter what we do, it's going to be the cleanest audio and video that you're ever going to see with, with hopefully the best writing. 
Uh, that's my job. Uh, we'll say we say hopefully, <laughs> but uh, you, know, you, you have great it, great it, content. It, 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 it doesn't it have is. to be. It is. Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't have to be highly produced. Half of our show, and I'm proud to say, I'm looking at our stats on YouTube. And this is not to necessarily brag, but to hopefully encourage people to leverage more video and social. We have 2.3 million minutes spent consuming our content on YouTube. That's, wow. To put that in perspective, you'd have to pay a person to watch our show 24-7, seven days a week for over four years to equal 2.3 million minutes. That's a lot of time being consumed, consuming our content. Half of that, guys, was shot with like the worst video that you've ever seen. We, I don't even know that we had a microphone. No, it didn't come until much later. <laughs> so, yeah, so true. prioritize yeah. content over production. Production is important, but content's king. And, and again, you know, everybody's got a different audience. We talked about ours. And if you're a realtor or lender, uh, you have a different audience. So just prioritize what they, what they want to hear, what they need to hear, and, and prioritize the content. Production will come down the road. I hope that helps. Yeah, that's good help. Very, very helpful. Joe, before I get over to you, I want to share one comment. David Kittle, uh, who's uh, one of the founders of uh, TMC, the Mortgage Collaborative, was calling. He and I are good friends. We were talking the other day. He also consults with me and some stuff in in the consulting business. And David would say, Dave, one of the biggest frustrations I've got going on right now is people are not returning phone calls. It's terrible. And I said, got a solution for you. I said, Dave Savage, you and I, I sent this statistic over to you. 20% of emails are opened. 20%. 98% of text messages are open. And then if you add mm-hmm. a video to the text message, it is over the top. So I said, hey, I said, Kittle, here's what your solution is. I literally, while I was talking to him, held up my phone, recorded a video as if he wasn't returning my phone call, shot it to him. He burst out laughing. And he said he started using that. If you want to get customers, you want to get your relationship, the people in your relationship, just text out a video. Make it personal. That's content. It may not be produced at the Ryan level, mm-hmm. uh, at what RE Source TV, but it's communicating, communicating effectively. It's so, so important, and it's there. And just uh, that's why I love what you guys are doing on video. Let's get over to Joe Farm. The show we got to wrap this up, Joe. But I want to give you yeah. some time to get in here with some comments, well, and questions. Uh, just a real quick question for Dave. I was on your website, Dave, and I noticed this thing called My Nest. It's not something I'm familiar with. Is that something you want to talk about? Uh, you know, it's a, a project we rolled out a year ago. It's a cool app for home buyers. Probably don't want to, you know, have a launch conversation, but guys, you can download it in the Apple store or the Android store. And if you're a home buyer and you want a cool tool that think of it as like a real estate camera, as you walk around the house, it helps you, you know, build out your my nest experience. So cool app and thanks for nice. drawing some attention to it, Jeff. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so guys, as we wrap this up, what are some takeaways that you would like our audience to know? First of all, C-suite listeners or uh, those on the outside of the business, start taking a listen to these videos. You want to learn what the originators are saying as well as what's going on. Listen to these guys and their content that they put out on such a regular basis. So let's get into it. Ryan, talk about what are the takeaways you'd want the C-suite to be knowing about what you're doing. I'm going to stay true to who I am. So every show I always end with a challenge, and I'll do the same with the C-suite. That trickles down to regional uh, regional and loan officers. Uh, the, the industry, we talked about the NBA earlier, uh, received a $300 billion gift in unpredicted volume. We all know that's refinance volume. So that was great. Yep. We had a lot of great volumes and years this year, uh, but th- we all know that that will not be there in the future. So my, my bold prediction I made this week on the show is that whatever number your company did, $16 billion, $5 billion, 
and whatever number the individual loan officer did, say 100 transactions, I believe that it's going to be, I don't know if it's twice as difficult, but I'll, I'll land there, twice as difficult to do exactly what you did next year that you did this year. So the important question and the challenge is what are you going to do differently to ensure that you at least stay on par and mm. not grow next year? That's good. Good challenge. I love the challenges you put at the end of each one of your videos. So good. Thought-provoking. David Savage, words of wisdom for our audience? Yeah, so in speaking directly to the C-suite, you know, I've been, you know, an advocate for loan officers who want to thrive in the future and make the next 10 years better than the last 10 years. They need to leverage technology, and they need to deliver tangible advice. And, and the industry needs to upgrade. They need to upgrade their skills with how they actually deliver advice, not just price. And they need to upgrade the skills of leveraging technology to do that. And so I, I, I think of the content we create, you know, it's, it's not content, it's leadership. It's, That's it's good inspiring point. mortgage professionals, and it's teaching them what to do and how to do it. So I, I would just call out there to the, you know, the C-suite, the mortgage industry, content is leadership. And you need to identify the stories within your organizations that are winning and shine a light on them. You need, to, you need to bring in stories from outside of it. That's why I'm always just within the mortgage coach community of mortgage pros, which is 34% of the loan officers that close over 100 loans a, a year. Wow. Great stories. Shine a light on them with content because that's leadership. Technology is great, but if it's not used, it's not. It doesn't drive ROI. It doesn't drive profitability. It doesn't drive production. So I think everybody needs to – I don't want to like be Mr. Gary V, but – Everybody needs to take a leadership role, and it's never been easier to do it between video and social. Yeah, I watched a YouTube video with Gary Vee talking at the AIM conference in uh, Vegas, and he was talking about, you know, it, the, if you're not creating a camera and a ridiculous amount of content, I thought we were posting too yeah, much. Yeah, it was over the top. <laughs> Listen, it was like over the top. He says, and most of you aren't even yeah, doing like an entire year what you need to be doing in a week. That's crazy. Yeah. It's good stuff. But his macro message is spot on. You know, you need to, you know, you need to create content that inspires your sales force and you need to deliver training that upgrades their skills. We love to help you do it, but everybody needs to, to get after it in this market. Yep. And I want to talk, call attention to Mortgage Coach content, the stuff, not only the content on the videos, but your product, David. It's outstanding stuff. We're talking about video content, but I don't want to miss the opportunity to really give a real shout out to the whole Mortgage Coach product line of what you do and all the resources you have available to help people in their business. Appreciate both of you being here today. I heard this as, as you were just both were talking. I heard create content or creator. Create content or creator. You know, business could create if you're not creating content. Listen, these guys are great leaders, especially in the video world. These guys got it. Ryan, David, thank you so much for taking time to be here with us this week. Appreciate it, man. So good to be here. Really appreciate, I appreciate it, it thank so you. much. Thank you so much. And we're going to be putting a link to the YouTube video that we did. It's called 10 Years of Media, Technology, and Content. We're going to be putting it in the show notes. You can go check out that YouTube video. So in the show notes as well. I want to say a special thank you to Alice, Andy, Joe, Alan for making their content each and every week. Next week, we're going to have Chris McEnty, the president of ICE Mortgage Services. They're the ones that bought MERS. They're the ones that bought Simplifile. They're the ones that are doing some things behind the scene, folks. You've got to be paying attention to what they're doing. 
anyway, be sure to come here next week. It's going to be pre-recorded. We're not going to be doing a live podcast because we're at the conference, and so we'll be coming in. But we'll be doing a podcast as always. Special thank you to our sponsors, Black Knight, Open Mortgage Finaster, Resec Warehouse Lending, MBA, Lenders One, Mortgage Collaborative, CMLA, as well as Velma, Knowledge Coop, Vidyard, and AI Assist. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Have a great week, and look forward to seeing you back here next week or at the conference. You've been listening to Lickin on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.